Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Five Heart Podcast. The number two podcast in all of Husker Nation. And we thank you for that. We couldn't do that without you. We're number two. Number one is Husker Podcasts. And I'm pretty sure those are put on by Huskers.com. Numbers three through 26 can kiss my ass. They don't count. We're better than them. And we couldn't do it without you. The loyal fans, men and women, boys and girls, our adoring public. I'm your host, Greg Mahochko. Joining me is, of course, the founder and fearless leader. You know him. You love him. Men want to be him, and women want to congratulate him and his wife for their many years of marriage. John Dam Johnston. Hello, John. Guess what I did today. Guess what I did today, Greg. Uh, you took the dog for a walk. No. You bought your wife some diamonds. No. You robbed a bank. That is three. No, I got a haircut. Oh, I couldn't even tell. I think they need to take more off. (laughs) You can't see it because it's dark and my headphones are on, but the sides are even. I'm so proud of you, John. Yeah. Did, did, uh, did, did you uh, get some some of your locks tied up in a little bow and put in an envelope, your first haircut post-mortem? No, I never think of these things. Hmm, well, <laughs> that's what I do. I think of odd shit that nobody else does. I guess. Uh, <laughs> and you see him, you hear him, he's laughing, plus he's you, having a good time. Plus you do that. You know, when we before we start the podcast, I mean, no people don't know this, but your voice sounds like a nine-year-old boy that just got hit in the nuts during the t-ball game, and then suddenly you turn on it. Welcome to the Five Art Podcast, and it's this <laughs> fucking glorious radio voice, and it's I, really I can't. You know, how do you do that? It's just it's annoying because I can't really. It, it's as much as it is a an on-off switch, you know, for the microphone. I've learned to control the the inflection in my voice, uh, so that, yeah, you know when when we're off mic or we're you're you know before the uh, we start rolling sound, yeah, I can I can sound a little more uh, unprofessional, I guess we could say, uh, it, or as you put it, a nine year old who got kicked in the nuts. Um, that's me, and you know sometimes I do talk like this, and I just can't really control it all the time. But then as soon as you hit record. And Zoom tells us we're recording. It's hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Five Heart Podcast. Joining us, as always, Todd. Damn, he's a handsome man, Wolverton. Thank you, Greg. I have tell I'm, I'm full of a lot of shit tonight. By a man I respect for a while. I thought you were going to say, A, you hadn't been told you were handsome in a while, or you hadn't been told you were handsome by a man. So either way, I'm happy. Either way, take it any way you want. I any will. Way you want. That's how I do it. Do you I have take a it. Pittsburgh shirt on? Uh, because what I was in that? Pittsburgh and I wanted a souvenir, but more importantly, um, it's number 21. And that would be uh, Roberto, Roberto Clemente, who was, oh. uh, he's one of my all time faves. Good for you, Greg. You were, uh, Probably not even twinkle in the eye at that uh, at that point in time, but uh, still swimming around my dad's nutsack. So yeah, you try to buy money, he was he was a fabulous player, fabulous. So you you not, try to not buy only souvenirs. that, but he's he he's I, I, I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, John, okay. but he's also like the the chief. Correct me if I'm wrong. The chief humanitarian award 
in yeah. Major League Baseball is named the Roberto Clemente Award. Right, exactly. He was so. uh, he died in a plane crash right. that was delivering um, uh, stuff to survivors of an earthquake or something like that in Nicaragua. I, I don't remember all the details. I, I do remember when it happened, and it was tragic. But um, yeah, he was he was a lot of fun to watch. Really enjoyed him. So do you buy do you buy shirts souvenirs in each city you go to just to do no no but dementia is hitting no can't remember. Uh, I, I, I i i do not buy shirts everywhere i go i've got plenty of shirts and uh, i don't need souvenirs from everywhere but um we were in um part of pittsburgh down where the old warehouses were we went there to get a sandwich from Primanti's, I think. Primanti Brothers, yeah. Yeah, and that was the main purpose. But they had all these Italian markets there. I tell, Oh, my goodness gracious. And, you know, if you've, I've seen old photos of Pittsburgh Steeler fans with their tailgating and these massive slabs of meat and, like, coiled sausages and that kind of stuff. Yeah, we saw all that. They, they must all just head there um prior to their their tailgating activity so very yeah. nice pretty cool part of town so. well i i'm a i did you two questions about a trip out that far east is did you get any yingling beer or, oh, or iron city beer uh we did yingling beer okay Most iron that. city's not bad also just so you yeah, know it's I, not as good I, as yingling i'm sure i probably had one but uh no, I am a Yingling uh, fan. So America's oldest brewery, Anheuser Busch, can suck it. There you go. Suck on a Yingling. Suck my Yingling. <sighs> yeah, it's 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 June. We're off the rails. It's the middle five of minutes June. In. There's no reason to get all that excited. Hey, you know what? Here's the magic what? number for today: seventy-three. Why seventy-three important? Can I tell you? Yes. It is 73 uh, days until Nebraska Northwestern in Ireland. There you go. There you it, go. It's, it's very interesting. I, I came across this in my Facebook memory feed. It was a few years ago. I want to say maybe 2017. Uh, our beloved John Johnston put together. It was an 80 days till kickoff. And it was a, a, a video that John put together themed around the number 80. It was really good. And I said, John. Why don't we have more of those? <laughs> Were you speaking in the past tense? Why don't I, I we was have thinking more in the past. Yeah, but but I'm asking you the question. Why don't we have more of those, John? I I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you you did a highlight on on you you did it was it was music it was still uh, images and it was uh, information that might be depicted in in those images. So. One I was did a video 19- like that with still images in it. Mm-hmm. One, uh, no, hell? no, no wording, no, no speaking parts. Um, but you did, uh, you know, there was a still and some information about the 1980 uh, football team, uh, among others. That, uh, you know, uh, whoever was the played that that wore number 80 at that time. Um, uh, there was information about uh, Mike Rozier and and some one of his statistics. I think maybe the uh, uh, career rushing yards ended in. 80 um so there was uh kenny bell who wore number 80 and you said had uh you're talking about all americans and then you come to kenny bell who while he had a great career never 
made it to all American level, but you said who I think says something like Kenny Bell wore number eighty, had an all American smile or something. Like yeah, that, you know? he still does. Um, Kenny Bell course. has to be one of the most loved guys ever. So, but uh, it, it just I was like, yeah, you know, that was very nice. Um, I think people could use a little bit of that that fun again, John. So uh, today, as we're recording, this is seventy three days. I'm not saying you have to have something for 72 days, but maybe, I, you know, maybe 60. Maybe 60, we'll come up with 60. a jingle for 60. Because, you know, I'm 60 now. and we, we, Oh, go. the number 60. It's the greatest number of and all. 60 is a lineman number, and you love linemen. So. Yeah, 60, I don't think we – isn't retired that isn't uh, – what was Tom Novak's number? Is that 50 or 60? He was a center. It's probably 50. Wait a minute. We said we were going to just talk about it. <laughs> I know we are going off rails, but this is important. While we're talking about John being 60, I have uh, on my phone here, a picture of John's report card from medicine Valley, junior, senior high uh, from 1975 when John was failing a class and uh, about the ability, the notes say, Lack of good study habits and lack of effective motivate motivation uh, for attitude, boisterous and disrupting, lack of cooperation, lack of serious approach to studies, and for performance, lack of attention, which is underlined also, or participation in class. It says, John must learn to keep his mouth shut. When asked to do so, mouth shut in all caps. Uh, I have never had a student that can talk more and cause more disturbances than he can. He has great potential, but he must learn to aim his energies in a constructive direction direction rather than disruptive. John. Yes. Would, would you like to tell Mr. Fickenshire to fuck off? I, I think he's no longer with us, but. No, I wouldn't actually. See, the problem was is I wasn't actually failing music. I was failing Mr. Fickinger. And and he knew that the teachers knew that the only way to get my mom to come to school to talk to him about anything was to fail me in something because their kids didn't fail anything. And so my understanding or my remembrance is that she met with him and he basically said I made him more nervous than any kid he'd ever been around. And uh, they kind of agreed that he would not fail me for music. She said, you will stop driving him insane because I know you're doing this on purpose. And she was right because she could read me very well. And then she said, and we've come to the agreement that you will just uh, you will avoid him for the rest of your high school career, basically, (laughs) which I did. I dropped out of band. I didn't I don't think I. I might have taken choir, but I think it was with somebody else. But uh, we did our best to avoid each other. <laughs> so well, glad to see that problem um, solved. <laughs> all those uh, instructions this, you got. But, uh, I have. I was going through a box of old things, and there were a bunch of report cards. In there. <laughs> and this is not the only one that states. <laughs> John must learn to be more serious in his studies. But that was the one I I expected to be in there from mom and and she saved it for me and I posted it and then we've gotten a lot of comments and, and and I stole it just so I could bring it up on the show. I'll bet a lot of your high school teachers were surprised that you graduated college in seven years. 
<laughs> you know, I, 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 you know what else was in the box? You know what else was in the box? We did underground newspapers at our school. And I was heavily, I didn't realize it, but I guess I was involved in three years of that. I knew the class before me, they didn't really, weren't really that interested in it. So me and a, one of my best friends did their underground newspaper, which basically consisted of uh, at, going around and asking all the seniors for their senior will. You know how you had an annual name and you had a senior will where somebody would say, I, I wish everybody could live together in peace and harmony, right? Okay, well, we did the Love, uh, peace, dope. We, did, we did the underground paper, which was printed at my Catholic rectory because my priest allowed me to run off copies of it, many of them. And um, well, the Catholic Church is the largest uh, charitable organization in the history of the world. So that that lends to it. So he let me run off these underground newspapers. We would come in in the morning and we would just leave a giant pile of them in, in the main locker area and people would pick them up. And they would include stories about our school. They would include personal ads that were fake, obviously. And one of the things they would include was uh, class wills. And the class wills were by, from everybody in the class that we could get to actually write something down. And they were stuff like... Um, comments on teachers stop looking down my shirt you know it was i i wish mr da da does he would stop dropping his pencil all the time when i wear a dress in his class <laughs> i mean they were they were the honest things that people wanted to write about their teachers and that's what we published so those were in the box and i was kind of surprised at uh, you can see it behind the the graphic of the of report card and one of them, one of them says is about our principal and it, he, no, our superintendent who was Mr. Wall. And it said, uh, why doesn't he learn the table one chant? And the table one chant was something we did at lunchtime where a number of us would sit at table one and we would yell, we're, what was it? Table one, table one, we're the boys from table one, where the hell is table two? And we would go to this fucking principal's office for this. For profanity. I mean, that's not even profanity, for God's sakes. It's just fun. And they hated fun. And let's move on. What's going on in Husker fandom? We'll, I'll post the, we can post the image of the report card in the show notes. Because it is, uh, it's pretty. You couldn't, a teacher couldn't do that these days. They'd be, you know, there's a lot of. Well, yeah. about the only stuff that's going on Husker wise is recruiting stuff and recruiting. Uh, there you go. And, you know, I'll just Nebraska baseball apparently got a transfer from Oklahoma state. Oklahoma state had a good season this year. Clay or Caden Brumbaugh is the guy's name who will bolt recruited really heavily in his first year at Nebraska and hope to get him here. Um, but now apparently, uh, Brumbaugh is, uh, he entered the portal down at Oklahoma state. He's an outfielder. And, um, I'm not surprised that, uh, coach bolts looking for outfielders. Um, is he a so good outfielder? It sounds like he's a good outfielder. Oh God. Um, thank God. So anyway, so that's baseball news, but then you guys are more in tune with what's going on with the old pigskin, And, uh, there is a baseball connection with that because, <sighs> the young man that we got from uh, Texas, his dad was a major league pitcher for the Oakland A's. And he had a wonderful first name. I mean, Todd, 
And um, Jesus, you know, so it doesn't get Todd for the Oakland A's. See, this Todd would have loved to have been an Oakland A, but wasn't very good at it. So anyway, we got a new that problem. Yeah. Riley Van Poppel, defensive lineman. 6'4", 270, a four-star recruit, according to 247. He's a 372nd best player nationally and 56th best player in Texas, uh, ranked as an interior offensive lineman, but Nebraska's looking uh, at him as on the defensive side. I have a question about this. I have an answer. Do you? Yeah. Because right now I think we have eight. We have eight recruits in the 2023 class. I know it's early and it's not big, but we're, I think our class is ranked like 23 and 24. And what was this guy, a four-star defensive Four star. lineman? Mm-hmm. And it looks like some of the other guys we're bringing in aren't terrible. I, how is it that we're still getting decent recruits and we were three and nine in Scott Frost's fourth year? Well, uh, let's uh, hold on. I, I do want to have that discussion. I do want – but there's there's a, a Riley Van Poppel uh, note that I, I want to make because when I hear Riley Van Poppel, defensive uh, lineman, I think of another defensive lineman for Nebraska from 20 years ago by the name of anybody? anybody? Kyle Vandenbosch. Kyle Vandenbosch. And maybe it's just the van. Maybe it's that that little bit. But I hear Kyle Van Pop. I'm like, oh yeah, Vandenbosch. Yeah, let's do it. Um, or I'm sorry, uh, Riley, Riley uh, Van Pop, Kyle Vandenbosch. I'm sorry. So uh, I, for me, over the next, you know, assuming Riley gets to Lincoln, stays here his entire career, I'm going to be interchanging them, you know, forever. Uh, and let's hope that Riley has as successful a career in Lincoln as Kyle did. Yeah, that would be awesome. So anyway, uh, John, to answer your question, how is it that a three and nine team that has really not shown any forward momentum uh, in in the Scott Frost era uh, from a win-loss record perspective, how is it that we continue I, I think you can look at a, a few things. You can look at facilities. Nebraska does have strong facilities. They have a strong fan support, although eh, I'll be honest, sometimes I think that a fan base uh, for Nebraska is is at times detrimental because we are so divided. I mean, as some some aspects of, of the fan base are are – completely polar opposite. Um, but it is a loyal fan base who at the end of the day wants to cheer on a successful Nebraska team. And buddy, we got that NIL. So people getting paid. Todd. I'd echo that. I think though, that you also have to throw in that Nebraska does play in the big 10 conference and um, you know, I, I think that matters. Uh, if, if you're not being recruited heavily by the SEC, it's you know the second best conference um, out there. Uh, I think that you know apparently um, the coaches that are on this staff uh, are still good recruiters. Um, 
you know, if I, I did read a comment that Van Poppel made is that uh, he's looking forward to getting here. Um, he expects to be on the field real early in his career, maybe not the first year. Uh, so how about this? Three and nine team needs players. And maybe well, some of these better players are looking at the opportunity to get on the field a little bit sooner at Nebraska than maybe uh, other places. We, we, we got him over Michigan and Wisconsin. And Purdue and TCU, Texas Tech, Florida State, and Arkansas. I mean, so it's, it's, not, it's not like – I'm going to say this without trying to be dismissive. It's not like we got him over like a, a, a Northern Illinois, South Dakota State – uh, you know, Kansas, uh, F- Florida State, uh, is is for all of the you know roller coasters that they've had the last few years. The the highs and lows. That's that's a name. You know, that's a brand. Michigan, Wisconsin, um, TCU, in Texas Tech are are right there in you know in his backyard you know they're in texas arkansas is is the sec connection so uh you know did he have i I, try to say this as diplomatically as possible did he have better offers yeah maybe but i mean there's a world where he sees okay we've got transfer portal guys coming in who are likely to play this year likely to see the field this year and he's a 2023 kid, so this time next year he'll be graduating, coming on. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he does an early, you know, finishes up, uh, uh, you know, in December, you know, what, what, whatever that may be. So maybe he's on the field in the uh, in the spring in practice, learning from, you know, it, it's going to be a rich learning environment for him in 2023, whether it's spring and fall or fall and and the season. He he's. I, I'm, I'm, you know, as hopeful, A, you know, not not to be that guy, not to be Captain Cynical and, and pessimistic, but, I mean, he can commit all he wants. He, he can change his mind all he wants. So I'll, I'll be more excited when he gets on campus. Um, but, you know, like, yeah, I mean, God dang, it, it's June. We're, we're, we're going to have a, a much better fall this year than, than we've had. Let's drink some Kool-Aid. Let's have some fun, man. Ooh, let's party. I think it's I think it's also, you know, props need to go to the coaching staff because they're they're busting their butts with recruiting. I mean, they they are really working hard to get quality kids on campus. And and you know, that's been the philosophy around here for a long time. You know, they always felt like if you can get kids on campus, if you can get them to visit, um, they they're pretty solid in their belief that they can get them to commit. I'll, I'll say this. I, I think uh, to what you said, Todd, that the, the coaching staff is recruiting their ass off because you've got to like, look, I have to be uh, or have had, I had to be a hell of a salesman to sell this to my wife. Who's much prettier than me. You know uh, they have to be tremendous salesmen to sell a, a, Nebraska revival to a bunch of kids who aren't old enough now. I mean, we are guys who are, are, you know, I mean, you could go back the last few years. They weren't alive in the nineties. Like they there's they're all they're seeing is 
you know, like the uh, uh, the ESPN top college football teams of all time type of lists. And and, you know, maybe they're digging up some some film somewhere of, of an Orange Bowl, but they're, they have no knowledge of a good Nebraska. I mean, realistically, a, a strong Nebraska program. They might remember the Bo Pelini years where there were nine and 10 win games and the losses were by 45 or 50 points, you know? So whatever, I wish I could bottle whatever it is that the coaches are, are telling these kids and and use it in my day-to-day life, you know, (laughs) use it in my field Uh, because they're, they're, they're selling their asses off and, and they need to be commended for that because it's easy to roll over me like, We've been bad and we could really use your help, but I don't, you know, I, I get it. You, you know, you, Ohio state's calling, Hey, you know, they're whatever they're saying, it, it's working and, and power to them. And, and if NIL is a, is a boost to that, and I'm sure it is, uh, then tremendous, terrific, more NIL, less of everything else. You were supposed to add something there, Todd. I keep yawning. <laughs> oh, well, um, <laughs> it's other, it, other than these kids weren't alive in the 90s. <laughs> but, you know, they're expecting another Sorry. big weekend, you know, coming up. They're expecting to bring some, you know, top quality kids on campus. And, um, you know, it's good. It's, it's a positive for the program. Um, but, you know, drink all the Kool-Aid you want, still have to get them here, still have to get their name on that letter of intent. So, you know, they can't let down their guard. And ultimately, uh, this football team needs to win in the fall. And um, because all of this, all of this work and all of this effort would be for naught if, if they can't uh, put together a solid season. There's, there's, there's Mr. Cloudy Skies there. <laughs> well, and so if, if you want to add a little doom and gloom, if it's not a good year, just the mass exodus, you know, it, it, it would. Uh, mass uh, exodus of what? Of, well, if it's not a good year, if it's a repeat of last year, it'll start with the head coach and it'll end with the backup long snapper. They're all be like, fuck this, I'm out of here. You know, I'm going to go to, to uh, Texas A&M, uh, uh, Corpus Christi or, or Abilene State or, or Tech or, you know, some D2. I'll go to University of Nebraska, Kearney, get my brains kicked in by Shadron State every year. Fucking lopers. <laughs> wow. I could go into that, but we said that we were going to go keep this short. Yeah, uh, as short as John Specker. So. <laughs> I once caught a fish this big. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Anything else, John? Yes, I have tons of things. We're gonna save it till next week because I, I just didn't know we, if you wanted to wish people we, like a happy week or something. We gonna keep we were gonna keep this short. Okay. I'm very proud of us. I'll wish people happy college world series week because that's a big deal in Nebraska. And that starts this weekend. Extra revenue for the state. Absolutely. That'll be a fun time. Texas is the favorite. Not going to do it. They're not going to win it. You don't think so? Todd, do you have a, do you have a prognostication? The Nostradamus effect? I'm going to think that uh, Arkansas 
is playing very, very good right now. So there's my prediction. That was more. All of right, an just one more thing, prediction. damn it! Just one more thing. <laughs> yes, sir. A message board geniuses had a tweet this week about the Texas fan base at the Eastern Carolina Regional, and it was just absolutely phenomenal if it was true. But it said the Texas the Texas fans complained to the police that the ECU fans should not be cheering while they were singing the eyes of Texas and wanted the police to stop the ECU fans from doing this. Then in the first game, a few ECU fans, mainly kids did the hook em horn sign upside down near their section. I guess Texas had that band in the big 12 as a derogatory gesture. They tried to get the police to kick those ECU fans out of the stadium. It's, it, this is on a, I think on a, yeah, this is on a Tennessee uh, message yep. board. And it's just. <laughs> Texas's you know, ego is so overblown. Then, then, then there was a guy who was selected to sing the national anthem at the college world series who sang the national anthem at the softball college world series when Oklahoma state played Texas. And apparently there's a go pokes sign or whatever. And he gave the go poke sign for Oklahoma State. And when he finished the national anthem in the game, he did horns down. He was a Texas Aggie. He's an AM grad. So he did horns down after he sang the national anthem. And he said within three hours of him doing that, he was notified by the NCAA that he would not be allowed to sing the national anthem in Omaha at the College World Series. So what higher ups? from the University of Texas got on the phone to the NCAA. You talk about a bunch of whiny little snowflakes. You know, obscene gesture, that's obscene? Come on. That's bullshit. That, uh, they're going to have – when are they going to the SEC? It's still a couple of years yet, isn't it? Oh, they're going to get crucified maybe? in the SEC. I, I want them to move right now. They're, they're going to realize when they get go. over there that they are no longer the big fish. You know, yeah. uh, uh, and and nobody's going to kowtow to their. Uh, well, anyways, like it, it, it's funny. Yeah, this is not an obscene gesture. Uh, I think I told this. Maybe I told this story a couple of weeks back uh, when my oldest was at a, a classmate's birthday party. Uh, my wife texted me. She's like, you know, Garrett got his fingers smashed by a rock. Apparently, one of his buddies had picked up a big rock and it kind of slipped out, fell. Anyway, it bruised the hell out of his fingertip right here. So whenever he's showing it off, he's doing this, you know, he's like, see, you see my nail, see my nail. I'm like, and, and God bless him. He's six. So he doesn't know, but I'm like, okay, you know, but that's, and, and, and I don't take it as that because he, again, he's six and he's just showing his injury, but like, this is, you know, at least obscene to some obscene, Jesse. this is just funny. Yeah. So. You know, Texas easy, easy is going to try to throw their weight around. This is why I want they will. To get to they'll the try SEC. to take over the SEC. Yeah. I mean, they'll I wanna, they'll give it a shot. I want them to move right now. Can they move right now? Who? Yeah. I, before we go, while we're talking about it real quick, and, and I know John wants to get out of here because we're all old and, and crotchety. What programs in the SEC could they actually push around? Vanderbilt. Nobody. Nobody. Not not yeah, even no, a Vanderbilt. None. No. no. Vanderbilt's okay. one of the best baseball programs in the nation. 
I so guess maybe he, I was thinking specifically football, but okay, okay I, well, I, I guess we'll go broad. We'll go broad spectrum here. No, I think the SEC is going to look at them and go, "Fuck you, newcomers. Who do yeah. you think yeah. you are? You know, we've been around for many, many, many years, and you fuckers just showed up." SEC is going to have more respect for Oklahoma than they will Texas. Yeah, and I think a lot of that is because, like. <sighs> I mean, I guess you could go back a few years where Baker Mayfield did the whole like, you know, uh, plant the flag at, at, at Ohio Stadium, things like that, uh, which was funny where he ended up, you know, starting his uh, NFL career. But uh, like Oklahoma, I I know that, you know, they're evil in our eyes, you know, but it's that 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 respected evil type. Um, I just feel like they're more like, you know, keep your head down, take care of business, whereas Texas has to have a flashing neon sign saying, look at me, look at me, look at me all the time. And I think that's just what rubs everybody the wrong way. You're absolutely right. It's just the, I it's think the constant arrogance. What we need to do, I think, you know, since it is the off season and, and we could, when we're a little bit short on content, let's beat up Texas. Let's just hammer <laughs> Texas. <laughs> we just you know, there's, a, there's a great Twitter account out there. Does Iowa suck today? And every day when I look at it, the response is yes, and definitely, or more so than yesterday. You know, I mean, things. So that that could be like a portion of our program. Does Texas suck today? Yes. Then we'd be infatuated with Texas. <laughs> yeah, we don't want them to come back and say, they can't live in our We're heads. We're living red free in your hands. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. So, I know what our next Texas. next week's topic has to be. Oh, the Big Ten's new TV deal. Yeah, yeah. I think that'd be a Remember great that. topic. Great. Write that Remember down. That. Okay, write it down. Write, write that down, Dad. Write that down. <laughs> that is that it. Then are we are we all yeah, uh, yeah, we buttoned up? John wants to my, go. I, I think this my, is going on. What? I got all my energy out of me now. I always said he's he's fading. He's fading fast. Uh, that is it for this episode of the Five Heart Podcast, and we have had some fun. You know, we've tried to keep it in a condensed and, and more uh, uh, easily digestible thirty-five-ish minutes. So we thank you very much for coming along for the ride. We couldn't do it really. This show is nothing without Todd Wolverton. And God bless him. The fact he didn't have to do the intro today, whew, that that uh, is, is a blessing all to itself. Just kidding, Todd. Uh, and, of course, we we wouldn't be where we are without John Dam Johnston because without John Dam Johnston, coordination.com would be nothing. We'd be called like Bug Eaters Express or fucking Hail Varsity or some shit. So, uh, so we appreciate the both of you. Of course, I'm Greg Mahachko. We remind you this week and every week that five heart is all the heart you need. John? Arr, go Big Red. Go Big Red. <laughs>